Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Glory be to Jesus Christ. This is the 28th sermon in a series of homilies on the divine liturgy of the Holy Orthodox Church. And so far we have gone to great pains to show the connection between contemporary Christian worship and the temple worship of the Jewish nation. I say to great pains in depth, and if you, if you don't like my sermons, I guess it's a lot of pain. But we've tried to look very deeply to understand why we're doing what we're doing. Because it's very important to worship with sincerity and knowledge and understanding. In short, we have established that the Lord's Supper or the Eucharist, the Divine Liturgy, is the fulfillment of the Passover. So if we really want to understand the Divine Liturgy, we need to understand the Passover. Because the Passover was a type and an image to prepare us for the liturgy, to prepare the whole world for the Holy Eucharist. One has to ask then, how did we get from the Lord's Supper, as it was celebrated in the upper room on that first night before Christ was crucified, how did we get from that to the divine liturgy which we celebrate today in the churches all over the world, which is very uniform and standardized across the world, but it's very elaborate. A lot of pomp and circumstance, a lot of things happened that weren't in that first Lord's Supper. So how did we get from there to here? <clears throat> Some people say we shouldn't have. Protestants and others say, why all this? You know, just keep it simple. That's what we hope to answer through this study, to understand why and how, what the purpose of everything we do is. Have you ever seen, have you ever been in a home where they have a lot of photographs on the wall? You know, we have like, we have this wall in our house, the wall of fame, so to speak. We have pictures of our, our children, and we have that little baby picture at the top, and then we have their, like their high school picture. Then we have their wedding day picture, if they've been married. Now, those three pictures, they all look really different. The first picture, just a little bitty baby. You know, most babies look kind of, kind of alike, don't they, really? <laughs> not, not really. If you really study, they don't. But just from a distance, you know, baby's a baby, right? People say, there's, oh, that baby's so beautiful. You know, every baby's beautiful, right? 
But then the second picture, you know, they're, they're more mature, they're kind of grown up. Maybe still look a little, a little rough on the edges, maybe. But they look very different from that baby. Very different from that baby picture. Is that a different person? No, it's the same person. And then when you get to the third picture, the wedding day picture, well then, it's kind of like completed. The person grown up. What you see is what you get. And of course, they're dressed beautifully. And far different from the look of that little baby, but is that the different person than the baby or the person you saw as a teenager? No, it's the same person. And it's the same way with the church. The church, Orthodox Church today, looks vastly different from that little group that gathered in the upper room that night. And yet it's the same church. And at the very heart of it is the Passover, or what we call Pascha. At the first Lord's Supper, the very first time Jesus was participating in this meal that Jews had celebrated for centuries. Very traditional meal, it had a lot of different components, but it had bread and wine, or two of the components. But when, when he took the bread and the wine, he just totally shattered it. All the uh, mystery around it. He plainly came out and said what it is. What it was about. He took the bread and broke it and said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. That's what the bread was all about. In the very beginning. And then he took the wine. And he blessed it and said... Drink of this. This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you for the remission of sins. And everything changed. Like that. The kingdom had come. And the fulfillment had come. No more images, no more clouds, no more shadows, no more types. No more symbols. The, the reality had hit. In this meal, Christ ushered in the kingdom of God. Jewish worship became Christian worship. Shadows and images were replaced by reality. The antitype replaced by the prototype. The form was the same, bread, wine, partaking of it, but the meaning was totally transformed. I'll give you three examples from the New Testament of how they understood this to be so true. First, John the Baptist. John chapter 1, verse 29. He sees Jesus walking and he says to his disciples, Behold the Lamb of God 
who takes away the sins of the world. The Lamb of God. The Passover Lamb. The Lamb that was slain on that night before Egypt was ready to make their long journey out of, out of, out of Israel, was ready to make its journey out of Egypt. They took a spotless lamb, every household, or if they had small houses and they, a household would share a lamb, if they had a lamb, a spotless lamb, it was sacrificed, the blood from that lamb was written on the doorposts of every household of the Jews. And that night when the angel of death came over Egypt to slay the firstborn of every household, the angel of death passed over, passed over, passed over all those houses where they saw the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb of God, the blood of Jesus. And his blood is shed for us upon the cross on that Holy Friday. Flowing from his hands and his feet and from his side. And that becomes the salvation not only of the Jews but of the whole world. Of every person who's ever lived. The Orthodox Church teaches that no one is saved apart from the blood of Jesus Christ. No one. Now, we don't claim to know who is saved and who isn't. We don't try to sort out all the difficulties with all the different people of the world, all their different circumstances. But we know for us, for you and I, that we cannot be saved apart from the blood of Jesus Christ. And because we know that, we will be judged more harshly than any other people. We, the Orthodox, will be judged by a more strict guideline than any other people because we know the truth. We have received the fullness of the truth, not just bits and pieces of it. With a little bit of error thrown in there, or, or a little bit of truth taken out here. But the whole truth, like they say in court, nothing but the truth. The truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. The precious blood of Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the sacrificial lamb. St. John the Baptist was the first to proclaim that. We see also St. Paul in his letters. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Paul doesn't beat around the bush. Christ is the Passover. He is the Lamb. And then finally, in the book of Revelation, I won't give them all, but there are 31 examples of Jesus Christ being referred to as the Lamb.
In the rest of our study, we are going to, to examine how this simple ritual of the Lord's Supper has developed into what we celebrate today in the Orthodox Church as the Divine Liturgy. Beginning with the New Testament accounts in the book of Acts and the letters of the apostles and moving on to the writings of the early church fathers. For example, St. Justin Martyr, who in the early 2nd century gave an apology for the, for the Christian faith and described in detail how the Christians worshipped. But let us never forget what is at the very heart of it. The thanksgiving for the precious blood of Christ being shed for us upon the cross. Just as we, although we will endeavor to the best of our ability to understand intellectually what is taking place in this sacrament, ultimately the true understanding must take place in our hearts through faith. To that end, I will close with this very simple poem whose author is unknown to me, or I have forgotten who wrote it. It very simply goes like this, and this was shared with me by Father Charles Sunderland, who brought us into the Holy Orthodox faith. His were the words that spake it. His were the hands that break it. And what the Lord doth make it, I accept and take it. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Amen.